adaptable, able to adjust to new conditions. Welcome to Renovation Station. My name is Matt Ludic, and we are going to look at the concept of adapting to whatever we are facing currently in the world. And what we are facing currently in the world is this whole COVID-19 thing. Um, renovation Station has got nothing to do with household renovations, but it's got everything to do with the greatest renovation we all need, and that's the renovation of your mindset. I'm joined today by Chris. Welcome, Chris. Hi, thank you for having me. Excellent to be with you again today. We'll be talking about this whole concept of, you know, adaptable and adapting to change. And we said last week, you know, that uh, on our previous podcast, the fact of the matter is that, uh, you know, changing and the world is changing around us. And uh, we need to adapt um, to be able to keep up with everything that's happening. So what we're going to do today is we're going to spend some time looking at, you know, what are the different, let's say, enemies of adapting and all these things. But it's important to maybe just mention that um, adapting is part of the human survival. If we don't adapt, we kind of just uh, become extinct. And currently, we do know and realize we need to adapt to a few things. And there's a few things in the world currently changing. But um, Chris... When, you know, f since our last talk and where we find ourselves now, what are you seeing around you? Are people adapting? Are they really making a change? Or are people just kind of taking it as is? That's an interesting question. I think for me, looking at, obviously, since we last spoke in uh, where we find ourselves currently in, in Vintuk, um, you know, the lockdown has been somewhat lifted. So mm. I think people are definitely adapting to that. Uh, people are back at work and doing what they must do. And I think everyone's excited to finally be able to get out. So I think the one thing that is uh, sort of changing is just our perspective on, you know, we're not taking for granted the freedom that we, that we are so used to. Mm. So maybe that's one thing, one aspect to look at. It's very true. You know, I think uh, I've been, you know, taking a lot of time thinking about this, you know. I've got a saying, you know, change the way you think and, 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 you know, and you change your world. Change the way you speak and you change your future, you know. So that's a, a saying, a slogan that I kind of like live by. And uh, so I, I do believe that we need to think. But you need to think purposefully, you know, look around you and see. And that's why, uh, you know, at Renovation Station, it's about the renovation of our mindsets to change our mindsets. But, I mean, let's, let's try to do I don't think there's, a, there's really a, a right or wrong answer to this, but I do. What do you think? Do you think that we should be adapting? Because this is kind of what I've been thinking about in the last week or two. You know, Should we be adapting in all areas? And do you really think that change will come or not? Wow. Uh, <laughs> next question. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, no, it's interesting, isn't it? It is an interesting question. I don't think it's, there's really a specific answer I can give you. The one thing that I have been thinking about, though, is um, just looking again – the 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 perspective that I usually you know uh, uh, come with is is usually business and stuff like that, and so just looking at it from that perspective and maybe using that as a sort of metaphor for for life, um, just looking at at business usually we I'm a firm believer in in adapting and testing different strategies and methods, not yeah. really tactics so much, but um, it's really looking at what are other people doing and why is it why is it successful, and is it more successful than what I'm doing and how can I change what I'm doing to be as successful or more successful than, than other people? Um, so that's maybe one way of looking at it. And so in that sense, I do think adapting is 
like you said, essential. Otherwise, it's very essential for humans. I mean, yeah. uh, we've seen it, you know, throughout history. We mentioned last time, you know, you know after World War One, World War Two, the countries are really adapted after the situation. But that's the human thing. It's it's our, it's almost our will to survive. You know, so we we adapt, you know, to what we are given. But wha- but the question, you know, with regards to in my mind is, should we should we be really changing everything? Uh, or just certain things. And I think personally, currently where, I, where we find it, uh, there were some things in humanity that was really working, but a lot that was not working. So it's almost like, you know, looking at the concepts and say, what are the things that we realize now in the core that needs to change? I don't think superficial changes will, will really change anything. You know, if you go out now, you just mentioned to the people, we live in Vintic, we live in Vintic, Namibia, which is a small country, you know, in the... Um, south uh, of, of Africa, southern parts of Africa, and it's really a small country. Uh, but the fact is, even though it's so small, we could see the effect of this COVID and how what it had on mindsets of people with regards to, because people just remain people, don't, no matter how small a country is or whatever the case might be. And when we mention small, it just, we're saying that, you know, it's, uh, it's geographically, it's huge, but, um, you know, with regards, we've got 2.2 people per square kilometer. That's our density, just for interest's sake. But now, with that density, now all of a sudden you see a lot more people walking, a lot more people going out and cycling and doing their thing. So maybe, you know, this whole COVID thing is a good catalyst for people getting out there and doing something now. Um, I'm not sure whether it's going to change their lives, whether they're going to continue doing it. Um, that's the other thing that's kind of like with me. But to come back to the question I was asking, and, you know, uh, I don't think, uh, if I can try and answer it myself, I don't think that, you know, everything needs to change. No, I agree with you. Yeah, certain things will work and uh, will continue to work. One thing we have seen now is with the schools, you know, uh, universities, uh, you know, tertiary um, places, training or whatever the case might be. You, you now find that they find themselves in a very interesting place where they need to very quickly had to adapt to certain things. But now in adapting to these things, all of a sudden you also get a resistance now from people, uh, mostly the parents, where the parents would say, but, you know, so now we need to kind of like, it's fine, we're doing our schooling now through a screen, and the screen helps us, and the teacher speaks to us, but the parent now needs to sit with the child. Uh, And all these things will be questions that will need answering in the next few weeks or months with regards to whether, are we going to adapt to that style of doing teaching, uh, and I'm not sure whether people will. So uh, this will bring us to a concept where, yes, we need to adapt, but will we adopt? Mm. And the question is, do we need to adopt everything? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. No, I think also just looking at you know the parents, w- keeping with the example that you gave now of you know peop- uh, parents having to sort of be more involved in their children's education. Um, I think a lot of the parents would be very glad if their kids can just finally go to school yeah, so that they true. can have some <laughs> peace and quiet at home. So I think yeah. I agree with you. I don't think everything is going to change. And I don't think everything should change because there are a couple of things, you know, that we've seen have been working really well, some systems and things that we have in place. But I think what's the main thing is now that, you know, people have sort of a forced change in their habits because now all of a sudden I can't go to work and do the nine to five you know, at the office, you know, I have to stay at home. So how does that change things? And 
now all of a sudden people are finding themselves doing more exercise than they usually do or yes. spending more time or with drinking more also that you know um, <laughs> it's true or if you drink all your alcohol you know finished in, in the first couple of weeks you don't have any anything left because they're not selling anymore so people that's true but then you know people are very strong and adapting so what do they do then they make themselves some pineapple beer so I people see. find a way you know so uh that's interesting you know just tongue in cheek with people and uh, just how they do things but you know i'm a firm believer and i've been saying this for you know for many years actually that i believe that the whole schooling system has to change i do believe that you know uh, I'm, I'm talking about mainstream so the mainstream schooling and how we do education with regards to our kids i'm not sure whether that is uh, as effective as it should be but now i i have been conf confronted you know i've been uh, with this renovating idea about you know and i thought maybe i thought maybe then uh, the way to do it was to to have technology involved, but now I can see that technology alone wouldn't be the only thing. So that will bring us to a place where we say, let's have a uh, you know uh, look at this thing almost globally, look at it from a different perspective, and say what needs to change. So maybe it will be a combination of things, mm. and I think that's the important thing in adaptation. It's not or adopting things rather, uh, and adapting to things. Let's rather call it adapting to things. In adapting to things, it's not that you're going to adopt everything immediately. 100%. You kind of have to you know, figure it out, what's going to work for you, and then maybe take things, add this to that and this to that, and it's almost like building a puzzle. Yeah. The amazing thing is we are building this puzzle, but we don't have the flipping picture. We don't have it in front of us, so yeah. we can't see it. You know, so that's the amazing thing about, uh, about life. And then, and then the uncertainties... That's kind of what catches us off guard. But, you know, to just set us all at, you know, at ease, uh, we're pretty much all at the same place, you know, with uncertainties and dealing with things. And um, But now is the time to start thinking in different lines. Yeah. So maybe it is a time for schools to say, but maybe it's a combination of this. Maybe it's to bring kids to school three times a week yeah. or to have clubs that start now or to have different things so you do get your kids you know so they can interact with other kids as well and yeah. go out you know so uh, those are just some of the examples i think that we kind of like as humanity have to look at currently yeah yeah and just looking at the teachers now i think um i'm my my some of my family members are in teaching and they have some experience in that so i think what i'm what we're also seeing is a lot of the teachers are finding themselves at a place where they are frustrated and principals and you know uh, managing members of of the education like system are feeling frustrated and they're desperately trying to get things you know to come back to the way it was yes. uh, you know by doing petitions and all that sort of stuff which i can understand it's a it's a stressful time um but i think this is really it's almost like the stages of grief they ex they're experiencing this traumatic thing yeah and at first they're like in denial and they're saying like this this can't be how it is right now Yes. And then they're sort of resentful of it and the measures that we're taking and then they're trying to change it. And so uh, it's an it's interesting thing to just observe. It's true. You know, so one thing is, and, and then obviously um, we said we're going to today touch a little bit on the enemies of, of adaptability. And you just mentioned one there, which is denial. So uh, we don't want to adapt because we are in denial. And I understand from, you know, and we're using just as an example for our conversation today, you know, the whole academic and the whole s schooling system and, 
and they want to take it back to normal. They want to be, you know, that's, I mean, they're used to that. They were trained in it. They were trained to do it like that. And so now all of a sudden the people are in denial and they don't want to see the change come now. But also I do get it from them because now you have to think totally out of the box mm. about how you're going to school the kids. And, uh, hey, Chris, let's be frank about it today. Unfortunately, also, and I'm using the word unfortunately, um, school, not in the sense of a government setting, but in a private school sector, it unfortunately has become a bit of a business. And not a bit of a business. You know, I know of certain s big schools, they're actually listed. Uh, the company that they belong to is listed, you know, um, on, the on, the on the exchange, yeah. Yeah, on the stock exchange. So that just shows you it's making money. So it's a profitable thing that people are making money from it. Now our core is being shook in this thing and shaken rather in this thing. Uh, you know, uh, it's almost shook up like uh, Elvis would say. But <laughs> you know, the fact of the matter is, so it's been shaken in such a way that now we need to ask these questions and say, what is education actually about? Is it about making money? Or is education about the fact that we want to educate our children? Right. And that's a big thing. So maybe that is also the, the grips that the, the stuff that they need to come to grip with, rather, uh, was the fact that, you know, how should we be doing this? Because if the kids are going to school, the parents will start thinking in, they are trying to adapt their own situation as, as, as parents now. So the kids go, don't go to school. Now they're staying home. But the parents still have to pay. In certain cases, you know, it's really high, the amount if you pay for a kid in a private school. So you still have to pay that amount because they're still getting the teacher to teach them online. Yeah. But now you have to find someone, if you are working, to find someone to look at your kids at home. So economically, it is a massive burden. So somehow, I think, between the parents and between, you know, uh, schools, if, if that there needs to be some kind of collaboration, some working together to say, listen, uh, we know the situation. We, we know where you find ourselves. Maybe this is part of the solution. And I do know that there are people out there thinking about it and trying to, to adapt mm -hmm. to this current situation. But, you know, one of the other things that, you know, to come back to the enemies of adaptability, we just mentioned denial. So denial <laughs> is this thing that you think you're going to have to adapt because you're in absolute denial and think that, you just think it, you know, it's got to be okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think denying the fact that we are in a time of change at this stage will help you anything. No, hundred percent. This is this is nice. This is great story that I like to use to illustrate the point of denial, and uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a downer, um, but I think it illustrates the point beautifully. And it's about this uh, this uh, mother whose son went, you know, out into uh, into war. Um, and he, and he, at some point, he stops writing back, and he stops, you know, returning her letters and everything. And um, you know, at that point, for a mother, it's such a hard thing to deal with that it might just be more comfortable for and easier just to say he's just busy or he's just missing or something like that, instead of realizing the fa the facing yes. the truth that he might very well have been killed in action. Yes. Um, and so the truth is that it's. Some some situations are traumatic in themselves, yes. but um, I think it's just the human tendency that we, in order to cope with the realities of what is happening, yes. we just pretend that it's something else. Yes, it's true. Uh, we don't want to face the facts, you know, because the facts sometimes or the truth around it is uh, it kind of like, uh, upsets us, you know, and, and one gets that. One of the other enemies of adaptability, and remember, folks listening out there, um, 
at renovation station, it's about the renovation of your mindset. So renovating your mind, you need to deal with certain things. So you need to deal with that firstly, that denial thing. And one of the other enemies of adaptability is uh, short-term thinking. That whole thing of short-term thinking, and, and I know it's kind of like we kind of just want to live for today and don't want to see it a little bit further. But I know in one of the other areas of my life that I'm involved at, you know, um, for a time I've been thinking about how can I engage with my people, you know, that I'm dealing with on a different manner and different way. And then I realized, you know, if I were to just engage in short-term thinking, I would not be able to engage with them in a very, you know, effective way. And I had to come to the solution now that I say, I'm willing to engage the fact that in the long term, I realize that I have to change the way that I do things. So I can't just look for today and the day after this. I need to look in a month and, and maybe six months and 12 months from now and say, you know, um, I need to change my thinking. So short-term thinking is a, is a massive, massive enemy of adaptability. And, and I think, Chris, maybe it is because we don't look far ahead you know we try and just to sort out our daily lives and i and i want to say to our listeners out there i do get it you know it's been hectic to kind of just sort it out you know all the new happening around you but you should not have short-term thinking with regards to this whole change of your mindset thing you need to think forward and say how are we going to change things i always say to people when i teach on leadership um i love it you know leadership is one of uh, the topics I really enjoy in life and, and talking on and teaching on. And, and one of the things I, I train people and I say to them is that, um, you know, when you speak about vision in, in a concept of, maybe that's a good talk for one day, but when you talk about vision in, in a leadership sense, I always relate it to the eyes. I say the eyes look ahead. The eyes see what's coming. And, and with adapting, you are using your vision to look ahead to say, how can I change it? Then what I do is I teach people and I say, so that's the vision. But when you come to the mission part, the mission of your, let's say, business or whatever, that's your hands and your feet. So that's the doing part. So what we need to be doing is we need to look ahead and say, I will not, uh, you know, have short-term thinking I will have the vision to see that things need to change, and then I need to uh, apply certain principles to see that change would come. Little things that I need to decide to say, all right, in my case, I had to kind of go and school myself on, on how can I now engage my people via online platform. So um, I don't want to give my age away too much, but you know I'm not young anymore, so you know, to adapting to all these flipping uh, technology stuff is not easy, but the, but so I had to go and read about it. I had to go and look what's the best option. I had to speak to you, you yeah. know, so you can help me and say to be met, but maybe this is a better option. So I want to uh, encourage the people out there, go and read up about it. Go and read people's uh, experience about it and then find someone to say, listen, have you done this? Maybe sometimes you need to find someone younger, you know, if, and they can help you with regards to that. How do you think about this short-term thing? I mean, yeah. thinking. Yeah, I just wanted to, before, before I move on to that, I just want to say that you're doing very well with the technology and stuff, despite, you know, despite the credit that you give yourself, I think you're doing very <laughs> well. Um, no, I think I agree with you. Short-term thinking is such a massive thing. Um, just earlier this week, I was, um, I was sitting at home, you know, and I was um, earlier this week, as in, this weekend 
because yes. today's today's Tuesday that we're recording this on. Yes. I lost track of time there for a second. But um, I was just sitting at home doing some work, and um, I just caught myself thinking, you know, what am I doing right now? Because it's, it's so easy just to b- get busy and just to do some short-term tasks yes. that don't really add up and don't really make sense for the long term and for your for the strategic. So, you, so you actually you're actually saying, sorry, interrupting you there, but you're actually saying that you can just become busy for the sake of being busy. Exactly. And you know what there's a saying, it actually goes, it says, uh, busyness leads to barrenness. So it's a very strong statement. What it actually just implies is the fact that you become so busy, uh, but the stuff you're just doing is barren. It just means nothing. It right. doesn't have any fruit. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And I think, I, I I don't know about the people, but about you guys out there, but um, I suffer from, uh, from I think, uh, shiny object syndrome, <laughs> where... <laughs> every new thing, every new tactic that I see or something new that pops up, I'm like, ooh, squirrel. And then I just focus in on that thing. <laughs> I come out of th- on the other end and I'm like, okay, what am I doing again? And so I think it's important just to keep the long term always in perspective and just to focus. Yeah. F- for me, you know, uh, my personality type is kind of like, you know, in a sense, it is uh, adapt and conquer type of thing, you know. So it's, I want to adapt and I want to conquer something. And, uh, and actually, for me, it's, it's even more than that. I learn a concept. I want to master it. And then I get, um, yeah, I get bored. Yeah. And then I can like, go to the next thing. But um, then I want to move on. But the fact is, to be successful, you need to deal with the fact that you don't want to adapt in, in, in certain areas. So you, like, you, you start with it and say, yes, I'm going to adapt my thinking. I'm going to go with the technology. I'm just using myself now as an example. I'm going to go with this technology thing and try it out. And, and then kind of like, you know, after week one or two, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is just too much work, man. I'm going to try something else. But the fact of the matter is you need to stick to your guns. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to stick to that. Um, I see a challenge going around. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm actually tired about all these challenges you see on, on social media. My goodness, challenge this, challenge that. I was looking at where can I find a button to f- f- get rid of all these challenges. The that I all s- challenge button. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking for something like that. I couldn't find it. Though. Yeah. Maybe you should create something like that. But I mean, challenge this and challenge this. And I see there's a challenge out there about people doing push-ups now. 25. It's really great. Good on you if you're doing it. I mean, keep continue doing it. I don't want to look at you doing push-ups. Uh, unfortunately I have to or I just scroll down but the fact of the matter is I see people doing all these push-ups and um, it would be great if you start day one day two day but continue I see this thing is like a 25 day challenge now that's the concept the yeah. concept is to keep going in that and if you are out there today and you say I've never done a push-up in my life how about you stop day one you just do one yeah. go to day two maybe try one maybe one and a half maybe two and you pick up and you go slowly I'm a s- I'm I'm uh, someone who loves sports, so, you know, my entire life I've been training and, and doing different things. And, and I know, you know, I, I did running at a stage in my life, and then I um, stepped away from it for a while. And then I, I started running again now three, four months ago. Um, sometimes I think I'm going to die, but, uh, you know, in the running thing. But the thing is, you need to be, uh, con- you know, consistent and persistent in it. You need to s- put on your shoes, get out there, and do what you need to do, even in the tough days. That is the concept of not having short-term memory in the way that we do things. You yeah. know, you must have a long-term thinking. Short-term thinking, you know, you'll say, I'm not going to get up today. I'm not going to do it today. Mm. You know, another thing uh, that's also mentioned in the one of the enemies of adaptability, which is, remember now, friends, listening, it's an enemy of adaptability, is fear. Yeah. It's a massive thing. 100%. People are so fearful of change. They have fear in their hearts, if, if you use the word change. Yeah. 
but you know, there was a Greek philosopher that said many, 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 many moons ago, um, he said this, that, you know, the only constant in, in life is change. And that's the only constant, is change. Change will happen. So you can be fearful about it, or you can just deal with your fear. And one of the things I kind of like love to say to people uh, is the following. Fear is a very, very natural response to us. Yeah. It, it is kind of like it's, uh, we're wired like that. So if someone, you know, if there's someone shouts you know, behind you or you hear like a, uh, you know, a shotgun, you know, being triggered somewhere and you hear this whole shot, you, you, there's a fear that kind of jumps. And we're wired like that. Mm. But part of renovating our mindsets is to say that fear has got this, you know, uh, very strong reaction, but we must have a response to it. And choose the right response. So know that fear is going to jump up somewhere, but you must have a response in place. You know, so to have something in place, to, you know, to have that in place and to say to yourself, this is how I'm going to deal with the fear that I have. Maybe in, in times to come, we'll speak about this whole concept about fear and how to deal with it and stuff like that. I think it would be really good for people to hear stuff like that as well. But one of the enemies of adaptability is fear as well. Uh, but in this case, it's fear of change. Do you see that do you see that with people that you know or maybe yourself sometimes i mean yeah i think for me personally this co last couple of of months have been really challenging just to keep myself in check in that in that sense um because i think we do get those thoughts of fear like you said it's, it's a very natural thing um and so for me the r the biggest thing was just the fear of of uncertainty and of you know i don't know what's going to happen and that yes. really stresses me out <laughs> Because I want to feel like I'm in control, you know. I want to yeah. feel like I, I know where I'm going, and I want to feel like um, there's a there's a path that I can that I can sort of you know go go yeah. get this thing. Um, so it's almost uh, in a sense it's it's fear of change, but also the unknown. Exactly, hundred percent. And obviously, fear of failure. Yeah. You know, so now we've got this fear that it might fail. As you know, imagine you've been doing business now for years on end and been successful. And now all of a sudden you realize, but uh, you can't do business like that anymore. So there's a fear in your heart that if you make a change, you might fail. Mm. So, um, which is real, but we need to deal with these things. We yeah. need to deal with it and say, okay, so I need to, uh, you know, front it and say to this thing, okay, listen, I'm facing up to you. I know it's a reality, and I and I, I love to say to people, don't, don't hide the fear. Don't don't try and hide it in a sense. I mean, be upfront. I mean, I'm talking about you being upfront with your fear and saying to it listen uh, you are real but i've got a uh, i've got a response to you so fear is a reaction but there must be a response and the response we need to choose and be deliberate in the way that we go about it so i want to say to our people out there you know fear is very 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 uh, real but it does not have to keep us from adapting so mm -hmm. deal with it deal whatever you're facing one of the other things, and maybe the last thing we'll mention today with one of the fears, or rather, one of the enemies of adaptability is habit. Yep. Uh, I've, I, I read somewhere that they said, you know, 21 days to form a habit, and then I read someone said 24 days, and then I heard someone say 28 days. I just continued going up. Yep. And then I heard someone say 32 days of forming a habit. But anyway, habits is something, um, we are creatures of habit. And some people might say, but I'm not a creature of habit. I don't like, you know, doing things in the same order. Hey, check yourself. 
you might brush your teeth exactly the same way, do exactly the same thing, have the same order of things. It's just habit that we have. And many times our habits keep us from adopting to things around us as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I like to study um I like to study like uh neuroscience and psychology and just looking at Me too, just for interest like I love it, yeah. Yes, it's very interesting. So um there's a lot of different different things that you know, looking at habits that we have as you as a human race, you know, um different tendencies and biases that we have, but also just the thing of um personal habits that we pick up through our lives. I was I was listening to an interesting conversation the other day and someone was asking the question, you know, with I I think someone wasn't they weren't selling cigarettes or something like that. Yeah. And so this person was asking the question now, is this lockdown situation gonna be beneficial for smokers and people that have this addiction that mm. they want to get rid of? And um I think the truth is that in some cases maybe, but I think in a lot of cases no, because there's still this this grained in um this habit, this sort of almost dependency on, on the substance. Yeah. Um so that's it's an interesting maybe that thing habit to is more like you're saying now it's a substance thing maybe it's more we don't want to use the word addiction but i mean if if we were to speak to people who are addicted to things i'll be a very quick to say yeah yeah i know i'm addicted to this thing so maybe that habit is caused by something which is more than just a psychological thing it might be you know some chemical type thing you know in your body uh, so maybe that habit, yes. Will people kick it at this stage? Um, I, I <laughs> heard someone say in a week um, they were paying uh, 120, uh, you know, dollars, uh, Namibian dollars or rand now for for cigarettes, and then I heard someone say they were paying 500 for cigarettes now. Wow. It is incredible. So this one guy said, "I'm finished now. I'm done smoking. I'm not gonna smoke anymore because it's costing him too much now with regards to his." You know, um, his pocket. Yeah. But but it's a decision that you need to make, and that's actually what it comes down to. You need to face the habits, and, 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 and just to move away from maybe that concept altogether because people have to deal with that and see how they're going to renovate their minds to you know, adapt and to find a way to make it happen. But the fact of the matter is habits will keep us you'll, – you'll do the same thing over and over again. You know, that's what someone once said. You know, doing the same thing over and over th uh, again and expecting different results, that's the definition of stupidity. So yeah, you yeah. can do your habit over and over and say, I want to expect different results. Well, change your habits. Uh, change the way you do things. Uh, if you want to lose weight, uh, maybe change the way you do things. Yeah. You know, if you want to gain weight, change the way you do things. If you want to train, uh, change the way you do things. So it's looking at our habits to, be reali to realize at this stage that, you know, if if we want to adapt, we need to deal with all areas of our lives, and habits is one of those things. So change that. And I really do think, you know, if we were to um, to look at our habits and say, this is a good habit, this is a bad habit, uh, it's it's the same thing that we have with traditions. Sometimes it's good traditions, sometimes it's bad traditions. Um, think about traditions and all those things. Think about how people are dealing with this whole marriage thing. That's a conversation for uh, another day altogether. But funerals, being, you know, uh, marriage ceremonies, all these things, that's interesting. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But we want to say to you out there today, um, when you face your habits, when you look at your habits, find ways to, you know, again, be upfront with yourself, be open with yourself, 
to say uh, you want to renovate that area of your life, look at a habit and say, this is not a good habit. I'm going to change this. And then you will be able, if you are willing to change your habit, you will be willing to adapt and to be adaptable in certain areas. So again, just very quickly today, uh, the enemies of adaptability are many different things. We just mentioned short-term thinking and fear and your habits, and we mentioned denial today as well. But maybe you're thinking of other things as well, and maybe you can drop it to us in the comment section somewhere or just drop us something, just drop us a mail or communicate with us and say, listen, man, um, what about these things? I mean, it's, it's, it's an important thing as well. Um, because there's no exact science with regards to these things. We are very complex as human beings, and, uh, you know, we just work different. <laughs> uh, you've got a little box here at the top of your neck, which is your brain, and they all work different. Uh, women, men, all differ. And we need to, uh, you were laughing, um, uh, Chris, I can see, because you realize that um, we true. are different. It's true. It's true, yeah. Not to say anything about that today too much, but the fact of the matter is that we need to change. And that renovation is something that you need to engage. I want to say to you today, adaptability is something that you need to look at. Take your mindset there. Engage in it. That's what I've been doing for the last week or two. I've been really giving thought about this. How can I adopt? Uh, or rather adapt. And what should I adopt in this time as well? So it's been real. It's been good talking to you today. It's important that you would go now and say to yourself, what are you going to do to change? What are you going to do to look at different changes and stuff that you need to have in your life? Uh, maybe next time we'll speak about stages of adapting. Oh, we'll see You know where we're going to go with our conversation with regards to that. But it's good to, um, to be with you again today, Chris. Thank you for having me. It's always great to, to chat with you. Yeah, it's excellent. Just kind of exploring different things and... Um, to our listeners out there, thank you for joining us this week, and uh, we'll have another podcast ready next week. But come on, engage with us. Tell us how you've been enjoying it and share it with your friends. And um, have a great renovating of your mindset week. This is Renovation Station. It's got nothing to do with uh, household renovations, but the greatest renovation that you'll ever need in your life, which is the renovating of your mindset. Thank you for joining us today. Have a great week. Cheers. Thank you.